0: Welcome to another episode of Roller Slipper. What this? Oh, this is nothing. Uh, If you're listening on the audio, this just I've just got a big head on my desk. It's not the first big head I've had on this desk. You know what I'm saying? I've also put my own big head on there sometimes. Yeah, so what? I won Tusk Mustard. So what? Let's not make a big deal about it, everyone. Come on, just grow up. It's only a TV show. We don't need to go on about it all the time for the rest of our lives. Okay. Uh, Champion of Champions in 2021. Let's see who wins that little baby. So uh, thank you for all your support this year. Happy Christmas. We've got one more roller coming out this year. But this one is with the fantastic Rod Gilbert. And is a really special one. It's very funny. He's very honest. Um, I think he might be a little drunk. And I might be a little drunk. We'll see. Um, do support me if you can. Why not buy a copy of The Problem With Men? If you haven't got one already, it's a brilliant late Christmas gift. It's a brilliant way to spend the book tokens that your auntie has sent you. It's ten pounds ninety nine or something. It's probably a book. Probably your ten pound book, book token from your auntie Jean will do it. Um, but uh, you could become a monthly badger as well. Remember, at the end of year, monthly prize draw is up, and it's, that's always a big one with lots of extra special things. Maybe my taskmaster trophy will be one of the prizes. It will not. Um, but uh, so become a badger, go slash badges. All your money goes back into making more content. We'll make more. to we us will make I like the way they're on the picture it looks like it's got feet. It's got Greg's feet coming out the head. Um, We will make uh, more sketches for Twitch of fun. Hopefully in 2021 we can get out and actually make some sketches outside. Check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash RK Herring. And remember, if you're with Amazon Prime, you can... Use your subscription and link your accounts to Amazon Gaming, Twitch, and you can then give us £5 every month at no cost to yourself. And we get £3.50 of it and one pound fifty disappears. I don't know what happens to that. But that's a great way, again, to fund us and make sure we can keep making free podcasts for you to enjoy. Become a monthly badger. You get lots of extra interviews, prizes you can win, and um, stand-up shows you can watch and a membership badge and a membership card, com slash badges if you want to join that and give us maybe £3 a month, more if you want. It's up to you. It's good. Anyway, have a lovely Christmas, my fine friends. I'm on the chase on Christmas Day, 5pm on ITV. Let's see how I do on that. Do I win a massive golden head of Bradley Walsh? We'll see. Let's we'll come back next week to see if I have that. Um, and uh, thank you for watching. Let's sit back, relax, and listening and enjoy. Rehler Sturper with Rod Gilbert. Hello, please welcome a man who's in Santa's grotto. It's Richard Herring. Hooray! It's Christmas nearly. If you're watching it live, but much more nearly if you're listening to the podcast. Welcome to Richard Herring's Loosening Santa's Trousers podcast. Because he's eaten so much, not because I'm, tr- I'm trying to get into his bits and you know good way of getting extra presents though i guess uh though i was talking to rudolph the red-nosed reindeer it's christmas themed yesterday uh he calls it rahalastapa rahalastapa stop saying that you people over there um so uh i've always found and this is apropos of nothing i was just thinking about this i think the rupert the red-nosed reindeer song is is deeply offensive and wrong um the other reindeer won't hang around with Rudolph because he's got a red nose and they think he's different uh, and then because Santa uses him to light his sleigh suddenly all they all love him and that's okay the end verse should be Rudolph says fuck off all you other reindeer you didn't like me when I wasn't famous and I'm not going to be your friend now I, I'm going to rewrite that story and I'm going to turn it into a, an animated classic where Rudolph the Red-Nosed ne- ne- Reindeer uh, is a bit more sweary I had a picture of him there he is Look, there's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer uh, it's nice isn't it? Um so, what's been going on this week? Uh, I have been acting. I've been acting in a, a proper feel, a feature film. I think it's an independent one. Um, I certainly didn't have a Winnebago or anything. Uh, we were filming in a church in Epping. Um, it's unusual because I wasn't playing a paedophile or a sex someone who uses sex workers. So, uh, even though I had this moustache and some... I look like I do, though in the second scene I did, I did slightly perv over a a woman young enough to be my daughter, so I suppose I was still typecast. Um, when we were in the church in Epping, um, this has sort of stuck with me this week, and I've thought about it more. I forgot to take a photo of it, but the, in the vestry where we where our green room was, there was a little plaque up on the wall dedicated to a woman who'd worked in the church, right? I think in about 1950. I can't quite remember. Um, and it t- it had her name and, and said what her job was. Uh, and then the rest of the plaque, uh, apart from that, said... Uh, she had died one month short of her 95th birthday. Um, and that just seemed an odd detail Out of all the things you could put on a plaque to someone's life. You did. She didn't mention any of her achievements, what she'd done at the church, whether she'd had anything exciting in her life. They could have just said she was 94. That would have still been. It's like being, it's not like, oh my God, she got so close to being 95. What a tragedy she done, you know, 94 and 11 months and 95 it's the same, right? If it had been a hundred, then oh, she nearly got to a hundred, but she didn't. What I'm saying to have a plaque to her and then waste all the words on it on just saying she very nearly got to be ninety-five years old, and that's all we find out. But that's a defining thing, not a kindness, not what she did for it, not what she did for a family. Um, maybe they literally had nothing else to put. They had a number of words they had to get up there. They just couldn't. If we say she was ninety-four, we have to come up with nine more words about her nine and a half decades of life. Not quite nine and a half, Simon. Good point. We can use it. I just thought it was tragic, and I think I'm going to go and try and find out this. I'm going to go back to the church. I'm going to find out what the woman's name is. I'm going to try and find out more about her life, and I'm going to make my own plaque with things from her life in it. It, You know, it could be a new show. It could be that she just didn't have anything. I think maybe just someone had bought her a present for a 95th birthday, and it was probably quite an expensive one, and then she died, and they were fucked off, right? I think that's got to be the reason to, but I've been thinking about a lot and I don't, I don't even remember a name because I didn't take a photo of it. What a world. Okay. Uh, what else has been going on? Um, Oh, taskmaster continues. Uh, we're, uh, that's, that's me. I don't know why they chose me for the task where you had to do lots of different accents and, uh, I was very good at it. So it all worked out. All right. I overcame a 10 point deficit. I'm now one point in the lead with two shows to go. It couldn't be more exciting. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, again wanking in a bush was what I was typecast there as, as the acting by Greg Davis as well. So I hope you're all enjoying that. Uh, I want to show you the power of uh, Rahul Stapur in that um, Kiel uh, Bino Smith uh, was on, Smith Bino was on uh, the other week and uh, oh it hasn't even got his whole thing that's come off. Kiel Smith Bino was on the other week and didn't have a Wikipedia page. But now he's got a Wikipedia page and that is the power of Rahalastapa. So thank you very much for those of you who did that uh, and joined in with that. So do tune in to Taskmaster on Thursdays. If you're listening to it live, you know what's if you're listening to it on the 23rd of December, you know the result. But the people watching it live have no idea what has happened, how you can lord over those idiots in the past. Look, let's crack on. Buy my book. It's a perfect Christmas gift. You've got to buy it today to get delivered tomorrow if it's the 23rd. My guest this week is probably best known for being Wales' sexiest man of 2010. Will you please welcome the incredible Rod Gilbert, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is. It's Rod Gilbert. Hello. Hello. How are you doing?
1: 2010 was a long time ago. It was.
0: I'm looking now and I'm going, those 10 years. <laughs> you're have been looking, cruel.
1: Jesus Christ. I mean, both of us, to
0: be fair. <laughs> but
1: both, yeah, both of us we're are. pretty much the same age, I I, I, I realized I'm today. A,
0: I think I'm a, a year and a couple of months older than yeah. you. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
1: think, you're, yeah, you're a bit older, clearly.
0: Yeah. It's the mustache. That, what do you think of the mustache? Do you think I should keep it? This was for a November well, and then for an acting role. Do you, do you dye it? No, that's what I think's weird. weird. Uh, it's. Do you think it's because I just haven't grown that hair very much? That there's a store of brown hair. No, I don't
1: understand. I don't understand hair at all. I I haven't got any grey hair on my head, but then this is
0: grey. And you choose to. I would choose dark, dark again. Dark, 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 very dark. (laughs) Sinister. Mine's going grey all. I'm going grey all over, but not the moustache. If the beard has grey in it, when I have a beard, yeah.
1: Is it slightly gingery, your, your moustache?
0: No, I, don't, it, I, don't, I wouldn't say gingery. I'm looking at... It's, hang it's, on, a let little, me maximise you. Let me maximise you. Yeah. I'm taking it off tomorrow. Are you? Yeah. It's a,
1: it's a Movember thing.
0: It was Movember, and then, yeah, then I just had... I've been redoing my driving instructor character who has a moustache. It made me think that I now look like this character I did uh, 27 years ago, so I've brought back a 27-year-old oh. character. Rich, that I you, now you, to
1: play. you do not... Look anything like you did 27. Honestly, <laughs> you, I was you... playing. I
0: was trying to play a middle-aged man then. It, so now, even then,
1: even <laughs> even that, even then, no. <laughs> Even if you were trying to play an octogenarian 27 years ago, you still look older now. Honestly.
0: Well, when they put say that love, they put some white in it for the part that I did last week, and I look like the octogenarian from a different. Just a fun sketch. So, there we go. What happened with the set? How? How? Who decided that you were the sexiest man of 2010? And who voted for that? <laughs> Nobody I mean, voted. I know it's in Wales, so it's a limited gene pool.
1: But- it is it is a very fucking low bar, <laughs> if I say so myself. They rang me up. It's like the Western Mail. it's like a local paper. That's all right. it was. It wasn't voted for by any actual real people. It was just a local paper going, Who's, you know, who's around at the moment? It's Bryn Terrible again. We we can't have Bryn Terrible again. <laughs> Tom Jones I mean Tom Jones still makes the top five, but I <laughs> 97. <laughs> it's
0: nice. I don't know. It's nice to get, isn't it?
1: It's great. I would honestly. I, would, I I had a bottle of champagne. Yeah, not from them. I just i myself. I was celebrating myself at home. What a day that was. Honestly, two, 2010. What a year. What a day.
0: And then when you now, weren't. Now look at everything. When you weren't the sexiest man of 2011, though, did that then? Did it hurt more that if your your star had fallen?
1: I. I think I fell about. I think I was still in the teens. Right. So I was quite I was still quite happy okay. I think the following year yeah I I was flicking through the pages <laughs> there must there must be some kind of mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I've dropped out completely. Aww. I'm not even sure if I'm not even sure if the paper's still going. To be honest. Okay. Well the- <laughs>
0: it was such a backlash. <laughs> How dare you give it to him? Oh well, I still you're still looking good to me, Rod. I think you know. Oh, we, thank you, mate. As men, not just at the moment for me, I'm wearing a Christmas jumper and I've got a moustache uh, yeah. and look, look terrible. But you know, as men, we, we get a little bit longer to bask in that in that light of sexiness. Yeah, then, I mean,
1: I think I think we get a little bit less pressure from birth to death, is how it goes. But I
0: found it difficult because in this in this film, I was playing like a a grown up woman's dad, and that is the first time I've ever played, I think, anyone's father apart from like babies and stuff like that. So,
1: how old is the woman?
0: She, I mean, she turned out she was thirty five, uh, <laughs> so she was playing. A twi- you could be a dad. She you was. Could, dad. But she was playing twenty two or something. Nick Helm was my son in it as well. So Nick Helm who's thirteen years younger than me, and I think looks a bit older than me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I I could see why you'd be, ins- I would be insulted if TV yeah. dared to break the convention that 53 year old men go out with 18 year olds. <laughs>
0: it's a shame. How dare shame. them cast you as a father for fuck's sake. What's going on? I didn't get any of that, but it was quite, it was sort of a weird, you know, it's sort of that, are you feeling that as you get into your fifties of the, the past passage of time and the, the, the way that that's tri- You know, like there was a, there's a bit where I had to like be slightly saucy to, some actress who was playing this, uh, you know, giving out drinks at this party. And then you kind of go, well, I can do that. That's fine. And then you think, yeah, but from her point of view, I was made to look a bit older than I am. I'm a, I am am just a disgusting old I'm still disgusting. in my head. I'm, I'm a reasonably yeah. sexy young man, but I'm a disgusting yeah. old right. man.
1: You are. You need to. Yeah. You need to. You need to either take a photo of you. I mean, you could do it now if you want. Just have a look at your own picture there. Just stop talking for like I don't I know, maybe five to ten seconds for it to sink in. Yeah, hold on, I'll take
0: the glass up. Except- no, it's not. Good. I think what's <laughs> no, the moustache is gone. Disgusting! <laughs> fucking disgusting! It's disgusting. But <laughs> is is that hard? Do you find that? See, I, you know, both of us are. Uh, of course, I do. Both of us are in. Uh, I hope happy relationships. I hope I am um and so i just want i want young women to still find me attractive but i don't want to do anything about it that's that's do you yeah i don't want to the, i just want i want to i want the in welsh newspapers you want to say, young
1: people you want young women to find you attractive I younger
0: i just want to be found attractive I don't, older women as well how, i want to be attractive how, still and i'm not and i find it difficult to
1: how young are you talking <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like somebody who's thirty could say, "I'm not going to I, come up with
1: one of these sayings about if
0: there's someone who's 30. On the lawn or I you? don't know what I don't know what my cut-off point would be now, because I'm not in in that game. You know, I did have a cut-off point when I was forty, but it was quite. I was it was. I, I'm just going to let you keep
1: talking, Ruth. I'm just going to let you keep talking.
0: <laughs> keep keep talking, mate. The but now is tight, you know, I think. But I also feel once you pass forty, you're in a different continent. To you know, the continent the continental drift. Between people in their twenties yeah. and thirties, and people in their forties and fifties, is so far there's no way back. I mean, some no, people will I, it. I I
1: don't even I don't even hope that that young women find me attractive. Right. I I, I, I don't know when that
0: stopped, but a long
1: while ago. <laughs> <laughs> they play to you. No, I'm glad. It's good. It's good yeah. that you it's good that you still want. I young just want
0: to be you know I want to be young, but I'm not. I'm yeah. not young. That's yeah. that, that. I think the realization of playing a grown woman's dad. It hit me hard. It made me. The fail. thing is,
1: the thing is, as men though, we don't get the the pressure that women get. So you you still want young women to find you. But do you want older women to find old yeah, sure. women to find I mean, you anyone, attractive? anyone,
0: just any any port in a storm. So if anybody,
1: so if a if an eighty somebody <laughs> in their early eighties <laughs> yeah. finds you attractive, you'd be oh great. I man, would nice be
0: pleased, be. and I'm not going to do anything about it. But I would go. It's nice that someone likes me still. I used to be, yeah. you know. I wasn't very confident as a young man. I, mean, I, think you I was were, a contender. You were a very Do you shy. Know who I am? You were a very shy young man, but I was but looking back at myself, you know, I was I was all right looking, I was okay looking.
1: Yeah. You still are.
0: I'm okay looking, but you know.
1: I mean you're not gorgeous, but you're all right.
0: I'm gorgeous. <laughs> anyway. Let's, <laughs> that move, done? let's move on from that. Yeah. Um, well, have you used that, that thing about the woman that was. Did you hear me talking about the dedication to this woman and and the being remembered just for dying a month before she turned 95? Oh, I you, heard a bit of it, yeah. What was you it? Think, well, there, I just saw a dedication to a woman in a church. She'd worked at the church, and uh, all it said on the plaque was she died a month short of her 95th birthday, and that was her life. That, you know, That That's the, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, the that summing so... up of her life. I mean, Fuck it's not you. that that's big harsh. a deal to die a month short of your 95th birthday, and she must have done well, other things. Well, have you ever seen a, a worse <laughs> dedication to. Like they've gone to the trouble that of is dedicating harsh. something to it, and then just not saying anything about her.
1: Yeah, that that is very, very, very. For somebody who's accomplished so much, yeah. that is that is pretty damn. That's reductive. That is reductive. Yeah. That's reducing her life to almost making it to 95. <laughs> was that it? There's yeah. nothing else? That's nothing All her achievements. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I didn't hear your bit there, yeah. but uh, whatever it was, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, it.
0: it's terrible. Do you, have you ever have you experienced anything well, like? What's the worst thing do you think they could say if they were summing up your life, Rod Gilbert, and they had ten words to sum it up? What's the worst thing? they could say? Uh, <laughs> That is hard. It is. That is
1: hard. I don't. I don't think I could beat that.
0: Yeah. I, don't think I could beat, I mean, there's lots
1: of things people could say say about me that I would. Uh, I would accept. Um, but I. I. I will be happy if anyone says anything. To be yeah. honest with you, if 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 it's even marked, if my passing is even. Oh. I'm not on social media, but if there was just a tweet or something, it'd be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? I think,
0: uh, I mean, you've got to, you <laughs> probably got if to die. just put
1: a tweet out, that would be enough for me.
0: Well, I sort of think, like, if you live to, if anyone lives to, like, be 110, you're not going to get much back, you know. People, everyone who knew you is going to be dead. If I lived to 110, no one will remark on my death. But if I could yeah. die in the next two or three years, probably get a mention in uh, The Guardian.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely The Guardian. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> probably get, the Guardian. Probably some people on Twitter go, "Oh, that I met him. It's, it was it was all right. It's sad."
1: How would you feel if you died and the only mention you got was like in the Daily Mail? <laughs> nobody else even. Nobody else even remarked on your passing. Nobody, bad. like nobody, not even Twitter, nothing. <laughs> so your your site was just closed down by Twitter and that and Facebook and, all, and this just stopped. Yeah. Chris, the, the your Chris, your, your sound man, your producer there, just just left it. Yeah. And the only thing was a couple of lines in the daily mail
0: <laughs> I mean at least it's something rod it's something yeah
1: you're right i'll take it it's
0: you've <laughs> got to take what you can get i'll take it <laughs> so look i've been listening to your new newish podcast you've got into the podcast game hey before you get onto that i yeah. thought you always
1: start this podcast with some fucking putting me on the back foot with some that was the sex. man some weird oh that was the that was it yeah
0: <laughs> that was it I thought oh, that, that was it! I got away quite lightly. You did get away quite lightly. I mean, you've done some some rubbish, but not nothing. <laughs> that you've mainly yeah. done quite good stuff. Yeah, it's all right.
1: I'm still I'm, I'm still doing some of it. Let's face it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's talk about your podcast because Go uh, it's good. It's and like it's very triggering for me. I'm going to tell you this straight away. Okay, oh. it's called f- yeah. Froth. Yeah. Uh, and it's you and your wife and Barry Castanola, Castanola, who's yeah. a great stand-up. Your wife's called Sean, yeah, my first girlfriend uh, was called Sean right and had and, and 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 it's triggering for me to hear a woman a Welsh woman called Sean talking, and I find oh. it very difficult to when hear you say triggering co- yeah because it makes me remember you're going off in your trousers <laughs> no. well, almost, but not quite because <laughs> it, it makes it just all the time I'm just thinking about my first and I really I've got a thing for the Welsh accent only from a yeah. woman though unfortunately. Okay. Right. Or fortunately, whichever you're looking at. It. <laughs> yeah. um, so for for it, for the main person, one of the main people in the podcast to be a Welsh woman called Shan, it yeah. keeps on taking me back into the, my teenage it, uh, years of... Where, where does it take you to? Well, it takes me to just the sexual frustration of going out with someone for two years and basically only occasionally kissing them. <laughs> How old were you? <laughs> I was 16 to 18. 16 to 18? <laughs> yeah, so I did. Yes. I was... I was I, I, I got nowhere near losing my virginity. I went out with her for two years. She was yeah. a little, so she was 14 when I started going out with her. So it's a, you know, it's a, back in those yeah, that days, girl. that was yeah. all right. 16 and 14 was yeah. all right. Uh, but it was a very innocent relationship, maybe 19 and 17. Maybe we got that far. But When did so, you lose your virginity then? When I was nearly 20. I was very late. Really? Yeah, and I'd had sex once. I mean, I would say half a time and only because I got concerned and stopped it. Not because you know I didn't come oh, off. What? I didn't go Did you get off concerned early. for her health. I got concerned because she, uh, we weren't using any contraception. And oh, I, and I, I thought I'd... you were
1: concerned about your own fitness. Or...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so I was. Tw- I was about two months off being twenty, and then right. I didn't have sex again for another year. And I had sex one what? time.
1: One. So by the time you were twenty-one, your twenty-first birthday, you'd yeah. had sex one point.
0: By twenty, by my twenty-first birthday, I'd probably had sex about six times. Oh, six <laughs> with, times. with two women.
1: Oh, fair play! My, I lost my virginity. I, 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 I didn't know. I didn't have any sex education in school. Uh, Nor did you, probably, in the early eighties. A little bit, but you're yeah, about not the nothing. same age. Yeah. Nothing. We had nothing. No. It was, and uh, and so I, I was. I can't remember what age we were. Right. And her parents were out, and she lay down on the bed, and we, all the lights were off. Yeah. And I sort of fumbled my way into the bathroom. I don't think I've ever told anybody this before. Okay. I fumbled my I mean she'll know, but <laughs> I fumbled my way into the bathroom, yeah. put the light on, and made the fatal error of unrolling the condom completely uh. and then trying to put it on. Yeah. I got I got it on literally three quarters of an inch to an inch, just just on and then and then it was just hanging down. <laughs> I sort of came back into the room. We, and, and we tried to do it. Right. And I, and I tried to sort of stuff the condom in first. <laughs> <laughs> so is that half a time or is that a quarter? <laughs> I don't think that even counts no, as half that a time. I
0: don't know if it can. I mean, I don't no. see. I don't even. I was thinking the other day, <laughs> does my first time even count? I was technically. What happened? Sight, tell me I through. I'll tell you if it, it counts. I'll drop I was this technically down. Technically, in so like, it, was, it was. Uh, we'd've right. we'd, uh, been going out with this girl for about three or four days if someone we'd work we've well, been doing sketch three or four together. days. yeah we're, 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 we're students. we've been we'd been we've been in a sketch group together. But we'd sort of got together we'd been to bed a couple of times but not had the full deal, rod, you know, that yeah. other things oh. have gone on. And got, then yeah. she sort of climbed on top of me and uh, pulled me into her. Uh, and
1: God, this sounds like a Mills and Boon novel. <laughs> Pulled me into it. That's much more romantic than mine. And then I oh. was sort of, but then I was worried Help because we, close.
0: We, there was no contraception, but also nothing. You know, it was quite a. It was. It was a. There wasn't much going on. You know, she was just sitting there, and I was just sitting there. And then I, f- I felt like worried about it. So I was. Once you're inside, does that count, or do you have to? Do you have? What's to, that counts? That counts. What are you thinking that only? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. We, you know, but it doesn't. Like I was tech- thinking I was in, you have to like... come out once and then go back in <laughs> for it to count? <laughs> I'm counting it. I count it, but that I, but it's, it's... I think
1: you definitely count it. If you go in a club once, you don't yeah. have to, you've not been in the club, you don't have to come back <laughs> okay. out and ask the bouncers to let you back in again. You go to space, you go to space, you don't have to come out and go back in. But given I've waited
0: that long to do my precious gift of my virginity, it was a literal anticlimax. So did... I'm jotting this down on yeah. my... <laughs> Shutting down some of the salient points So
1: so she's sitting on top of you uh-huh. Doing nothing you're, um, lying,
0: you're lying on the bed of you? I'm lying down I think she wanted to You know Like sometimes women just want to be For things to go very slowly Like to the, to, to the extent that nothing's yeah, happening still... at all <laughs> you, And you can do that for a bit But on your first go You know you want to get a couple of pumps in there Just to get, yeah, the, yeah. get the ball I wasn't inflated
1: gonna say, I was going to say the word pumps But it's your podcast <laughs> And you are in a position to do that but so you both lay there yeah
0: well, she but she was sitting how,
1: up sitting up yeah. How, yeah. how long how long how long did it carry on did it <laughs> how long's my penis? Say carry on no how okay. long how, what, what happened How well, long did it that, for i was
0: me? in there and i was maybe in there for 10 seconds and then i said uh, you know i'm not we shouldn't do this because i haven't got a any contraception right so i was a very responsible young man that is very difficult to see if that counts I, i'd throw that out to Would listeners you? yeah so then then I, if that's the case i'm tw- i'm in my 20s and i can't re- i think it no i think it does count
1: account. i've decided
0: okay. i think it's a big it's a big tick there yeah. can- <laughs> but anyway so as as i was listening anyway. to your podcast i was just thinking about uh, the sexual frustration oh yes you i remember i, met my, my wife, I met my girlfriend sean when i was she came to live in london when i was when we were in our early 20s and We went out for one night and had a kiss that night, and that's what. See, that's your your podcast has opened up all kinds of. Wow. We snogged, and then she was going out with someone else, and then I didn't see her again until I think her married. I I went to a. Did I go to? I don't think I went. I saw at someone else's wedding, like years later.
1: Our wives are are friends, aren't they? they, (laughs) Our wives, yeah.
0: Our actual wives are friends. Yeah. Our
1: actual wives are uh, friends.
0: Yeah, they are. Well, she's not coming over to your house. (laughs) I've I've been out. I've been out. With my wife and your wife, what? I think, or was, did I just share a cab with them? I can't remember. But I've met, or was I've, it just
1: my? Or was it just my wife and? <laughs> it
0: was just your wife. You were off on tour. It's just said. She said, "I've called Sean." She had the accent. I said, "All right, let's just go." You pretend to be the other Sean, and then it's. I don't feel morally that this is wrong. <laughs> she agreed. Uh, yes, I've met your wife she's lovely and she's very funny she's very pretty. Is it, what's it like because me and my wife have done a few things together like she's been on my podcast and we've done a few things on Twitch together messing around. Uh is that good for a relationship to be doing comedy together doing a podcast together or is it
1: Well on the whole it's fine. Yeah. On the whole it is fine. We're we're fine with it. Yeah. Uh it has it's we're both slightly control freaky and you can kind of only have like because of the, the amount of work involved, you know, you know, in not not there's much prep, but there's a bit of prep and there's a bit of admin, and there's a bit of work, yeah. you know, to, and so one of you has to take a bit of the lead. And then the person who takes a bit of the lead feels that it's kind of their thing. Sure. Um this is me I'm talking about, by, yeah. the, by the way. When I say one of you, or one of you. But also, it's because it was kind of the genesis of it. It sort of evolved, I think, out of my radio show on Radio Wales, where I did that for 10 years before Sean came on as a co host. Yeah. Uh, so I did it with other people for 10 years before she got involved. Sure. So I sort, I sort of feel that it's my thing, I guess. And then, of course, she's got strong opinions on it. And, one, and so that's where it can get a little bit tense. Yeah. But broadly, but I aside. like
0: that, though. I like there's a little bit of tension in the podcast. Bit of an edge. And I like it. You're a proper, I mean, look, you get on. If the podcast is ending the go by, you get on very well. You've got a very good sense of humor together and it's a very nice relationship. But because you've you've been together a good while, you're able to be honest with each other and yeah. uh, honest when you're, when you're winding each other up. And it's good. But that's that's where it's going. Mean, it's Richard and Judy, isn't it? That's what Richard and Judy's all about. Is it? I, so suppose, the new, I, suppose,
1: you just... I suppose we are the new. The new. <laughs> I'd be. I mean, God, I'd love to be the new Richard Madeley. I would, honestly. Yeah. That's the... If, the, if that you, t- you said earlier, what would what could be the uh... <laughs> the, the
0: new Richard Madeley? <laughs> what Gil, could be on the plaque? Honestly, the, the new, new Richard, Richard Madeley, or even not up. even the new one, just uh, just one of them. And so the podcast is: you take a couple of silly stories from the news and just chat them about, chat Run about with them, it. and have some guests uh, over Run Zoom. With it yeah and run with it but what's nice yeah. about it is that we can actually
1: follow the conversation so we go i don't know the answer to that who might know that and then we'll just ring yeah that's really good we, i love that people we know what people we don't know and just follow the conversation till we get answers or don't get answers or whatever but yeah yes yeah it's, yeah very we did it completely trying to get away from the news cycle this year has been yeah so fucking grim. Yeah. <laughs> so we did tried it, to do it, you
0: know. Did it come out of that though? Was that the reason you started it? To because of there was there was no live gigs, so you thought you'd do the podcast? Well, I, I, I mean, I was on tour when yeah.
1: this uh, happened. I literally fled Ireland. I was in, I was in, I did, I did my hundred and tenth, I think tour yeah. show in in Belfast, and then I was off to Dublin and Galway and Limerick, and I was on my way to Dublin the, the gig the next day, and my agent rang me. She said turn around, get to the airport, Islands locking down, no gigs. So we literally sort of hightailed it to the airport, got out of there. Yeah. Um, and got back to Britain where the mood was a little bit more relaxed, it has to be said. You know, yeah. we, weren't, we didn't lock down for a few more days. But um, so, yeah, I mean, lockdown's been very, very hard, up, up and down. I've had some really dark times. It's been really up and down properly, yeah. like, properly struggling at times sure. um and some shit that's happened in my life and um the, the podcast really what well, it was totally born out of, it was totally just going we want to come down here in this basement and just talk shit and forget everything else yeah just talk about monster munch or ferrets or <laughs> fucking feet or whatever, whatever it is and just let yourself go you know and it has been nice for that
0: yeah you know? yeah Well, it is It is fun cuz it's funny these silly stories now i was just listening to this week's one i have listened to a couple of them but i was just listening to the latest one uh, there's a couple of things. Uh, I've discovered that you have eczema in your ear. That's that's quite yeah. interesting. I don't think we'd have found that out anywhere else. I wouldn't have found that out by Googling.
1: No, and I, I've never mentioned it before to anybody, right. I don't think, not even to Sean. I think Sean was surprised, yeah. She was surprised, yeah. It just came up in a story. That guy, there was, it was Sadiq Khan's deputy this week, was on a Zoom meeting, and at one point he, <laughs> he got caught with, he took his glasses off and he had the arm of his glasses in his ear like that going, on a, on a zoom meeting with, with well, and, then,
0: and stuff, and then, and, then he, and then he took it out and ate it <laughs> i mean that is a it's i mean there's a many parts of the body i think are edible and there's many things that come out of the body you can have a little crack at but oh, earwax well, can, is the. i mean i remember even as a kid you know you try everything when you're a kid right
1: yeah, earwax is straightforward, I think. But you and, try
0: it. You try earwax, and you go, yeah. "Okay, I don't need to try that one again." That's it's no, not. We all
1: know. We all know it's bitter. Yeah,
0: it's I don't that. know
1: quite how we know that. Because, but earwax is really simple. A quick yeah. sniff when you definitely, hundred percent. If you say you know, you're lying. Yeah. Taste it. No, I don't think you do. I don't think most people do. No. So he was gouging it out with his ears, with his glasses, literally gouged it out and then spooning it into his mouth on a Zoom meeting with Sadiq Khan and yeah. other dignitaries. And um, and then his, he said that he had eczema of his ear canal. And I went, I saw have that's what I've got. <laughs> and I've had that I've had that for forty years. I've I've had treatment for it. That's exactly what I've got. It is it is painful. Yeah. Having said that, you don't need to spoon it out with your glasses <laughs> and eat it.
0: I mean, I think it'd make you even less like to eat it, wouldn't it? If it's got eczema, it's not just the earwax; it's sort of earwax with eczema. Oh, that's interesting, and, actually. Do you think that makes it maybe that makes it tastier?
1: That is interesting. It's got flaky skin in 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 the wax. Yeah, it's almost like a sort of nougat effect.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting one. That is yeah. it. Is it more or less appetising with with uh, eczema? ear I mean you're the
0: man to find out. We could find we could find that live on Oh,
1: I could do this live. I I haven't got ex I've only got it in one ear, so I could literally have a control ear. Yeah. Well I just eat I just eat the wax. And then the other one I can eat the with flakes of eczema skin in it. And
0: then I can feed back to everybody. Blind taste (laughs) test.
1: Like i texting. imagine your listeners uh, um, there's people listening boo, boo, boo. <laughs> it's gonna be like that paddy mcginnis show with people just switching off
0: i know boo. Well, i did i actually when you started bringing it up on your podcast i had to turn the, your podcast off but then i just li- <laughs> i listened to the rest of it on the dog walk but it was like yeah this is this is too much the thing about yeah. well yeah, again this much is sean as well but judy was it judy dench or someone it was an actress who had uh, oh yeah, yeah
1: judy dench judy yeah, dench had re- given re- a kiss a of life
0: to a fish and yeah. then Sean claimed she'd given a kiss of life to a fish. Yeah, as well. yeah, lying, lie, She hasn't. I think they're Sha- both lying. Sean often
1: lies. Off, she lies. Well, I think Judy lies. Dench is
0: lying as well. Because surely. Why, why would
1: Judy Dench lie? Sean, I get it.
0: But why? But you, you <laughs> can't give a kiss of life to a fish because a fish has gills. It can't. It doesn't ingest oxygen well, in the same way. So you can't blow into it and give it air. That's killing. I'm more it, isn't inclined. It? I don't kills. know. I... air kills a fish. You can Does put it? it back in... Yeah, it swims in water. If you take a fish out of water it dies. That's why, because it's not in water. You can't See, if... blow into its mouth. That's just that's like just pouring water into your mouth in a torrent. It's like putting a hose pipe in your mouth. Going, that'll make you better, Rod. What's wrong with it? <laughs> we're, we're on
1: to Taskmaster already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think
1: I think uh... See if it, if I was on the podcast now, yeah. we'd have this conversation. I'd go. I don't know actually. Let's ring somebody. And we'd either yeah. ring a gold a fish expert, or we would ring <laughs> a comedian who we happen to know had a goldfish or something like that. Yeah. And that's where we'd go. I get Judy Dench lying. I mean, Judy Dench wouldn't doesn't wouldn't lie about it. Yeah. She wouldn't lie. But you think your wife? Shan, would... oh Sean, fuck. Sean's got nothing else. <laughs> so All she's got is a <laughs> fantasy life of. Blowing into goldfish and eating chow mein out of her dad's pocket. That was the week before. Do you hear that I one? I did hear that
0: one. That was great as Fucking well. Fucking lie as
1: well. In a hotel room, she said she had a full beef chow mein out of her father's yeah. pocket. No, she didn't. And I have to pick her up on this. I'm sorry.
0: Well, it's very good. It's very entertaining. Hey. Do all listen to it. Did you see the... I mean, you're not on Twitter. They I'm were not on fair. Twitter uh, this week. There's a, there's a um, confession site, and I've just forgotten what it's called. Uh, it's run by Rob Manuel... Uh, he does a few things and it was, and people can, and uh, on Confessions or something, it's called, but I can't remember right. the name of it. But um, a manager says, I got, uh, I got a great deal for my comedian uh, client uh, to do his own podcast and got him a fantastic deal. And every week um, I, I tell him he's done a great job and I've never listened to a single episode. Do you think, I, I know it's not me because my management have never done anything with my podcast and I've never had a great deal in any podcast. Do you think it could be you, Rod? I'm trying to work out who it is. Do you think it could be you. Did you get a great deal? Does every week no. your manager go? Great show today. Uh,
1: I I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I haven't told this to anybody else. Yeah, but we're still operating on it a lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because we pay Barry Castagnola a proper wage to produce oh, good. it. Good, right. And so. then and then nobody else gets any money. So I don't get any money. Okay. Sean doesn't get any money, and my agent gets 15% of fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Her uh, words. <laughs> I
0: think you're safe. then. All right. That's, that's the way it should be. That's the two of us out of that. So that's that's good <laughs> to hear. So what? So look, you'd just come back to stand up after like eight years off stand up, something like that, wasn't it? You hadn't done a stand up yeah. show for eight years. I think then, about seven years. Seven yeah, but years. yeah, a
1: long, a long, a very long break. I didn't think I'd do it again. Yeah.
0: So what brought you back to it, and how annoying? And are you going to be able to? Carry on the tour, or are you still? I mean, I know you've got dates in in February or something, but that's not.
1: Uh, no, I haven't. I got. I got. I put a couple of socially distanced dates in in March. Right. Basically, I had about thirty six left to go. Right. Uh, and then I was filming the show and stuff. That all got cancelled. Um, so. We've just bumped it, kept bumping it yeah. from March to July, July to September, September to January to March. <laughs> At the moment, I got a couple in March socially distanced, and the rest are in July and then the autumn. Oh, okay, so that
0: should
1: be. Who knows? I'll keep bumping them. If not, people have been very kind. Most people have kept their tickets, you know. But I, I also appreciate there's a massive recession coming, and and I'm, I'm expecting the boo boo boo. I'm <laughs> expecting the tickets to stop being refunded any second, which is utterly fair enough. Sure,
0: sure. Is that? I mean, was it great, was it good to come back to stand-up after that length of time? Uh, or And and is that frustrating to have been stopped, or is it... I've got a weird, I've got a very love-hate
1: relationship with stand-up, sure. where I, I know so many stand-ups who have to be on stage, they love it, they miss it, they get withdrawal symptoms if they don't go on stage every few days or whatever. I'm not I'm not remotely like, I get such performance anxiety. I'm so fucking stressed by the whole idea of it. I'm bouncing off the walls. I'm a mess. So in seven years. I didn't do a gig. I did not miss it for one day. Right. Not at all. Um, And then, and then um, I just, one or two circumstances happened in my life and I found myself suddenly writing a show again, writing for the first time in seven years and back on stage and, and, with my same love-hate relationship. I, right. I, I, I I love doing it and it's got the buzz, but the nerves and the stress, it, the strain on me is so immense that if I don't do it, I'm not worried. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's I like a, a massive...
0: surprise. I mean, I used to get nervous, but I don't, I mean, I don't, it's not, I get like heightened. I get, you know, there's adrenaline. I don't, any, I, unless I'm doing something that I've really not done before. I mean, I guess you're doing really big gigs, but was it the same as small gigs as well? Or is it.? Uh, it don't, don't make any difference. No. The,
1: si- the size of the gig is, is, is neither here nor there. I, yeah. I get the same nerves when I'm doing the preview gigs in a, in a room of 50 people in the lots of many, many lovely pub gigs around the country where you can go and try out stuff. I get exactly the same feeling uh, sure as I, as I do in, in the bigger ones. They're exactly right. identical. You Know and I'm, I'm, I'm outside pacing the streets, right? You know, pacing, 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 just bouncing off the walls, basically. You know, yeah. so, I, so I, I sort of love it, and yeah, I love hate, love
0: hate. And because you uh, obviously you're touring on your I mean, with with your team, I guess, of tour managers or whatever behind you, but you're uh, it's one one tour manager, one tour manager, so you, you it's you and your tour That's manager, it. which is basically what I what I tour with as well now. Do you find that different? And you know, obviously, when you start doing the clubs. You're you mixing with lots of different comedians, but is 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 that part of it that you're just the loneliness of it? Is that weird, or do you do you kind of? Uh, like I'm quite I'm quite I'm very shy and I'm very yeah. I'm quite
1: solitary anyway and stuff. So so I'm absolutely fine sure. on my own or with me and just Simon Mason, my tour manager from the comedy store. You'll probably know. Yeah. Uh. Oh, but I but I equally I I, I I do miss the circuit. I do I do I do miss. Uh. Yeah, the cut and thrust of the circuit. I do miss going on with other people, you know, the, the sort of crack backstage and stuff. And, and just watching other people, you know. I miss, I miss that buzz of that somebody else has gone on and they've fucking died on their ass <laughs> and now you've got to go out and try it. Or you've, or you've died your ass and then watching them do really well. All of that is is yeah. interesting and fun and exciting. It's a real landscape, isn't it? It's an exciting place to, to work and stuff. When you're on tour... It's, it's perhaps not quite as exciting a place to work because yeah. it's just you and your routines. Sure. And I have got my routines, man. I, I This this is when I sound check. This is when I shower. This is when I go through my stuff. This is when I get on the exercise bike. This is when I eat. It's like that, you know, yeah. whereas when you're backstage in a small com- smaller comedy club or whatever with other people, you, you can't do any of that because everybody's just fucking talking and <laughs> eating your sandwiches and banging on about how well they did or how shit the crowd is <laughs> yeah. you
0: know it's, it's yeah. much more yeah so yeah. i don't we we used when you started i was more you just you started about 2002 and i yeah. came back to stand up about 2004 i don't remember yeah. us crossing over all that much yeah. on stage because be. it's weird some some people like russell howard who i was on his tv show the other day i used to yeah. be on with him all the time you know just like coincidentally it would just I'd do a gig and russell had i know he did a lot yeah. of comparing and stuff so he often you often got him comparing but I did right. w- did we have a gig together at all? I never I never
1: Com- compared really, so maybe no. it's that. No, I don't I don't I don't think. I mean, I'm flattered you don't remember. Oh, no, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think we did. I don't I think we did. It's sort of we, weird we that, have that have with comedy, like. some people
0: you really yeah. cross over with all yeah. the time and see all the time. Yeah. And then other people, you go, oh, yeah, you know, I've never never been Maybe
1: on it's because we were both, I don't know, maybe we were both headliners, so maybe that's <laughs> why we...
0: I think we're both... I was going to say at the start of this, we're both very pedantic people who grab hold of an idea and won't... Won't and, let it go and are argumentative, yeah, so this could be an interesting podcast. But so far we've, we've got
1: <laughs> forensically rinsed the shit out of an idea. <laughs> yeah, maybe it, maybe it's that. No, I don't know. No, I don't think we. Did. I don't think we did. I shared a taxi with you once. I said this to you before yeah. the podcast started. I think that's the only time we met.
0: When when was that? Because I don't remember that even, Rod.
1: I don't. Even, I don't think I'd even started doing comedy. Okay. I think it was around about the year two thousand. I was in Clapham. Oh yeah, and and you you came out of a shop. And the put and I was with somebody. I was doing market research at the time. Okay. And and the girl I was with, that's fucking Richard. And I was like, "Whoa, what's fucking Richard and that?" And you and you came out. You had four hundred condoms, and a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> no. You came out and you got in a black cab. Yeah. And then for some reason, I got no idea how this happened. Yeah. But we ended up in there with you. I got no idea how this happened. Wow. It oh. wasn't me kind of going. <laughs> you know, it wasn't me being. <laughs> Obsequious and, and fan fandomish, yeah. it wasn't that. I, I I don't know what it was, right? Maybe you maybe you invited us in,
0: maybe I did. You know, I'm in show business, see a couple I've of got, young I've got people. 400
1: condoms here and a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a party.
0: I don't remember. I do remember once having I remember once sharing a cab with some people in uh, Clapham just because they I, there was a big queue and I heard they were going to South London. And I said, Oh, should we share? and it was some Americans that said, Oh, yeah, that never happens here, and so I yeah. shared and then they were going to slightly different place. And I ended up paying for much more than it was a much longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I,
1: I still, I, but I get, I, I get the, um, because I get, I get the whole imposter syndrome thing. Do you? you yeah. You, you yeah. got that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think I'm sort of more or less over it, but yeah, I was, I was, I, you know, I'm, I think we're similar. I'm, I don't think I'm quite as shy as you. Or it's not quite as crippling for me, but I was always pretty shy. I wasn't very good at socialising, really, most of my life. You know, I had to know people, really. And, uh, yeah, and I found, and I was really, you know, feeling like, I, am I good enough to be doing this? Especially with stand-up and stuff. I found, I found that really difficult to enter that world without feeling yeah. like... And I think probably correctly the first time I did it, because I was 22 and didn't have a fucking God, clue about amazing.
1: anything. That's I amazing. I am amazed by people who can do this I mean I started at 33 that was my first apart from one school play that they forced me to do to try and bring me out of my shell yeah uh, 33 was the first ever time I, I, I can't imagine how you got on stage and
0: you, how you had the Just, confidence to well, do it's a mixture I, I'm sure that's a fake
1: a false thing in my head
0: but well it's yeah. a mixture of like I can't I can't work it out because I know how insecure I was and how scared I was so it's a mixture of like massive overconfidence but also I don't know It's it must be a separate thing for you if you're as shy as you are as, as, we, as you've sort of discussed in, uh, you know, other shows and other uh, what, TV shows and things. The, the, the idea of going on stage to someone who's shy, you'd think that's insane. But it's such yeah. a different thing that I was it's actually, such, yeah. you know, the idea of going to a party and talking to a stranger was absolutely terrifying to me. And I'd go to parties and I'd basically run away unless I was yeah. really drunk. But the that, idea of, that,
1: that, That's what I did. I, yeah. I, I ran away. I mean, if as you know, she, the, the night we met, this is only 12 years ago. The night we met, we met in a a nightclub, a shitty nightclub. Oops, sorry, I shouldn't say that. I can't edit it. Sorry, Um, you're allowed to swear. They had a shitty... No, no, I know they're swearing. It's the nightclub I'm worried about. Shitty carpet in this wonderful nightclub. Wonderful. (laughs) And uh, we met in there. And incidentally, that's where I met my previous girlfriend, Ten years earlier as well. I, have, I don't think I've been out with anybody that I didn't meet in that shitty nightclub. Okay, that's nice. For the last 30 years. Anyway, but I met Sharon there. And 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 she was, this sounds awful, she was following me around. But not, not, not. I'm not going, she was following me around. But I was running away. I was getting on really well with her and we'd chat. And then I'd go, right, got to go. And I would run over there and stand on my own. Like, <laughs> she'd follow me. And in the end, the end of the night, there was only two people left in that nightclub. Her, wondering where I was, and me, locked in the toilet until... I'm I'm th- I'm 37 at this point, right? Roughly, yeah. And the um, I was thrown out because I was hiding in the toilet from this girl I was getting on quite well with. That yeah. that's shy. <laughs> that's you're, I, I think the you're more shy than I am.
0: But it still would, you know, for that person to then <clears throat> make that, and for me as well, you know, I think like as a I think as a kid you sort of like don't. I look back and go, how dare I come to London at 22 and think. I could entertain even like a 25. How dare I go to So how did you do it?
1: So how did you do it? I mean I it? was
0: bad. we just just we bolted on and went through, it, you know, and I did. I had loads of bad gigs. I had some good gigs, but I was just really really wanted to be a comedian. You know, I really wanted to be in comedy. But But why was it people around you that that you that that you got you got taken along
1: with? Just I don't think, you...
0: I think I took everyone along with me. I was so ambitious to be a comedian. I think I took quite a lot of the people who are successful comedians now from my group of people at university, I sort of led the way. You know, I go, we've got to go to London, we've got to write for the radio. I wasn't that keen on doing stand-up, but I did it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, no, I just think That's I incredible. wanted it so much that I that I was prepared to put up with... I mean, I had loads of terrible gigs and not that many good ones. I think at university I'd, I'd, I'd done lots of acting, I'd done lots of comedy and it had gone really well. So I had all that to keep me going you know but the but the idea you know a 30 year old would be paying to see me you know paying actual money to see me a stranger trying to entertain them i can't get my head around that and and especially knowing how like inside i just had no confidence about about my abilities you know so it was it's so strange but i guess it's a it's a different thing and like I've i've said i've said this in some of my shows you know that As long as everyone's sitting in rows looking at me, I'm fine with it. But if I was down amongst them, I would be... I'd find it really difficult to interact with people, you know. I'm better now than I was, but I'd find find it really difficult.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I suffer with it terribly. I I mentioned this on a TV show once years ago, but I, I... uh, so th- I had this girlfriend who persuaded me to do comedy for years. She went, "You should do this. You should try something." And I was like, "Fucking, are you mad? You <laughs> see, I can't even. I can't even go in a coffee shop on my own. I can't even go in a restaurant. On my own. I can't even talk to anybody. You think I'm going to get on stage? You're fucking insane." And, um, and she kept on about it. And in the end, I ended up giving it a go. Thirty-three years old, um, and quite enjoyed it. Did quite enjoy it, I yeah. didn't and didn't feel as shy as I do uh, out in the audience kind of thing, like yeah. you said. And but I can the the one the one imposter syndrome thing that stands out to me is was that I uh I used to work at the Amused Moose comedy club in London, right? Yeah, so I, so I thought I can't just go and be a stand up, so I'll go and I'll go to a comedy club. First comedy club I went to ever in my life, 27 years old, first time I'd ever seen any comedy, Eddie Azad. Yeah, and then I went to work five years later in the Amused Moose, like putting out the chairs, you know, like working in a comedy club. You know, yeah. you got the t you got the, the Amused Moose t shirt on. You know, you're putting out the chairs, you welcome the comedians. It's volunteer work. You're doing the lights, you're doing the sound desk and all that. And one night they had Eddie, you know, they get big names sometimes trying out new material. All of these clubs do, don't they? The small yeah. ones, you know, you'll have been there. And, and they, Eddie Izzard came in and I was like, oh my God, you know, Eddie Izzard, I saw you five years ago. You're the only comedian I've ever seen, really. You know, like I was a blown up- Anyway, so, so I did the lights and did the thing and he did his gig. And then about And then about a year later, I started doing comedy. And then about two years, three years after that, Somebody said my agent rang me and she said, Do you wanna I've been doing comedy for about three years and she said, Do you wanna do a gig with you, Ross Noble and Eddie Izzard in a in a festival? It's just you three, you three. And I was like, Are you the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Me, Ross Noble and Eddie Izzard? I was like, No, of course I don't She was like, This this is it was this is like a lot of money, you know, yeah. for somebody who's been doing style for three years. There's more money than I'd earned that year. Sure. It's like, I'm absolutely not doing a gig. with I'll hold his coat for him again. I'll do the fucking sound of the lights. I'll put the chairs out. Absolutely. And I turned it down, you know. And and I would turn it down today if I got offered that. (laughs) I wouldn't do that gig now. I'm not, you know, it's that thing of going, no, I'm, I'm, I know where, I know where
0: I'm at. (laughs) I know my place, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think people just assume, and some of the comedians, I think, are, I mean, some of it is bluster and some of it is, covering up insecurities, but obviously there's a confidence to being a comedian, so it... I don't know if anyone's... I don't know if I have know anyone who's quite as uh, you know... Wall, wallflowers, as, as you are, <laughs> that you're describing here. No, in some it? ways,
1: in some, in some ways, weirdly, weirdly confident. In some ways, and yeah, yeah. you can walk out on stage, you can play. have many people, whatever, do that? But, but equally, you know, and I've said this on what I Lie to you. Although, although they didn't cover the shyness part because that's a bit dark and grim and not very funny. <laughs> yeah. but I did. I, I said that I slept outside a hotel in Spain for a month because I was too shy to check in, and uh, <laughs> they kept all the stuff about the hotel and all this kind of stuff. But they, they cut the bit where I said I was because it was too shy because they were like, yeah, that's not really, that's not friday night half past eight is it
0: <laughs> but i you know i used to be i used and i still am to an extent like i was scared i wouldn't go into shops if i was like abroad and i was you know on my own and which i sometimes went on a holiday on my own and like i was too nervous to go into any restaurants in case i didn't understand how it worked you know so i would just yeah. not eat anything, or i just find, you know i'd find a sandwich somewhere and somehow I'd get it but i would be so you know you wouldn't even try things out because i was scared i go of home if I go
1: if I went Christmas shopping now yeah so if I went Christmas shopping tomorrow I w- I would leave the house and and I would come home in the night with my blood sugar on the floor because I can I, I can't go in somewhere and eat I, right. so I will try I will try and go in a coffee shop I'll try and go in the chip shop I will try i will stand outside a restaurant I will go come on you can go in there just go in there look there's, a, there's two people in there on their own come on come on come on <laughs> I'll right.
0: do it. It's interesting. I mean, five you...
1: hours later, I go home with no food and no drink, yeah. just fucking on my knees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's similar. We got you know. I think we have got a similar um, approach to stand up in some ways, uh, and certainly the the sub the way we t- you pick on us. I mean, I, what you're doing with I was watching a lot of your stuff again today, and you're just great at finding the, you know, the absurdity in something quite small. Obviously, the famous example of you having the suitcase handle and 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 taking that idea as far as it will go it's but it's but it's that thing but we're both your parents were both teachers my parents were both teachers um it's it's sort of interesting there's a lot of sort of similarities i did hear you on uh, stuart goldsmith's you know stuart goldsmith's podcast in 2012 and you and you'd just been doing work experience and you were saying you were considering giving up comedy and becoming a primary school teacher yeah. That well, a, I
1: did. I did give up comedy pretty much. Yeah. I didn't do another gig after that for right. seven years. Right, uh, but I just didn't do the primary school. <laughs> <teaching>. <laughs> no, I mean my parents were both teachers, but yeah. everyone in my family is teachers. Me my too. Sister, yeah, sister, my brother's a teacher. I'm the only one who's not. Yeah, me too. And, and,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> and I, I've seen what it, I've seen what it's done to them. Yeah, and uh, it is uh, brutal. Yeah, I, I, I think there's there's not the there's not the the respect there's not the you're not resources not the support it's not the money there's not there's not the anything to be a teacher other you've just got to want to do it and love it and yeah. then just take the shit <laughs> you know and, uh, <laughs> and focus on the reward that, that that the kids can give you and you can get from your yourself but but i, I wouldn't I, w- I wouldn't be a teacher no, I mean, no. I, I mean i say i wouldn't be a teacher i'm yeah I'm I'm I, know, I would still entertain the idea you
0: know you some of these very, things I do you know, in my
1: work experience series I've done 33 episodes now yeah which BBC Wales is showing every week every <laughs> week this is how bad lockdown it lockdown they got no content every friday for 6 months 6 months on a friday night is rod gilbert's work experience on BBC Wales. it's like fucking dallas Going six months of every Friday 33 episodes Nine series They yeah. repeat every Friday That's
0: it's
1: Over Literally overexposure No, there's, there's an overexposure So honestly. the one of
0: those that I haven't seen That I was interest, most interested in Was you did You were an RAF pilot In mm. one of your work How far did you get as an RAF pilot In what did you do? Three, oh de- three or four days on the job Is it something like that?
1: I always get Three to five days Right In total To film the whole thing Okay so I've got a, I've got a uh, training is usually, so teacher, one day's training, <laughs> off you go. Yeah. RAF fighter pilot in the same plane as the Red Arrows use. Right. One day's, tra- two days training, <laughs> have a go. And I was flying this, I get very airsick as well. I, I don't, have, you ever, I don't, have you ever been in a fighter jet? No, it's, no. No, it's, it's not like, it's not easy jet, or no. it. it's not like that. The G force is insane, but because of the budget of BBC Wales, like if it was Clarkson doing it and Hammond and those fuckers, they'd be in one of those. They'd be training in them, wouldn't they? Building up their, building up their resistance and working it all out. I nothing. BBC Wales, literally half an hour in a classroom getting a fighter jet. So I got in this thing, and they they threw it around with me in there. I mean, I was. I, here's some little known under, under the thing of TV. I had. I was sick eight times before they made me take the controls. Okay. So they said, they've got this system. So you got what you've got the guy in front of you and you're in the back, you know, and you've got controls and he's got controls. And he said, you know, he's basically like okay, you've got control, you know, and you're like Maverick and Goose or whatever. You're like, Okay, I've got control. <laughs> I, I had I had three sick bags with eight six in <laughs> in my right hand while I was driving. It. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing is that the MOD wouldn't let us put GoPros on on the on the what what's the the ejector seat oh, right. the lid? Yeah, that lid is like a million quid, and it, explo- it It shoots up in the air. So we had GoPros on it, attached these camera. They were like, "You can't fucking do that." <laughs> in the end, I was holding a camera like this and driving the plane, and with three sick bags with eight six in, <laughs> trying to do this thing. Oh my god, hilarious! Absolutely amazing, amazing though. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I've done, I've done some, I've done some, but the, the idea of it isn't really to do like toughest jobs or amazing things. It, it's just, you know, we started off with bin man. It's just, it's just celebrating people yeah. and the stuff they do, you know, and, and finding the joy and the fun in every, the stuff we all do. Even if it's the shit, most boring shit boys, boring it's finding that it's finding where the fun is and where the, where the challenges and where the interest is for people. Yeah. I think. yeah. Uh,
0: terrific. Well, I'm going to ask you some Christmas emergency questions because it's Christmas Here's Carry Christmas emergency questions. Oh, it's see-through. Um, I won't ask you that one. Uh, Why not? Because it's a, you went, there's no answer. This is a stupid... I'll ask you then. There's no answer? What, well, you're not going to be able to answer it. It's a joke What's question. Of... What is oh. your favourite Croatian Christmas carol? If you Croatian. can't think of one, just make one up and sing it now and then everyone else can judge who is the biggest racist.
1: <laughs> no, I did uh, on Taskmaster. I, d- I did. I did an Eastern European song about a little match girl and a, oh, and a toothless goon okay. that was uh, who, who keep, shot that who count. shot her shitting face off at the end of the song, and it didn't go down very well. So, so after a few glasses of wine, I probably shouldn't be making
0: up Christmas carols about <laughs> <Okay>. Croatians. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm happy to. Okay. Know? I'll ask you this one: Do you think they have Christmas in America? I.
1: I'm a bit confused by it. I had this conversation with my wife this week. Yeah.
0: You know, Sean. I do know Sean. Yeah. I don't want to. It brings up every time you say. Daddy. <laughs> so you're. <laughs> you know. As long as you haven't got a speaking there. It's okay. I can cope. As long as is it, it holiday? You. Is it holiday or is it Christmas?
1: Because we, we've seen a couple of Christmassy things uh, this week. Yeah. And you know, I don't normally go in for Christmasy stuff, but this year has been so shit yep. that I've been embracing Christmas since late August. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and I've heard people talk about Christmas, and I, I didn't think they talked about Christmas. I
0: thought it was holiday. Well, that's, that's true. Also, because they do Thanksgiving, like, at the end of November. What's don't that they? then?
1: What's that's all they that They have then? a
0: turkey at the end of November already, don't they? So why? They can't have another They can't go for another turkey.
1: So what's holiday then?
0: Well, it's Christmas. They call it holidays because they don't want to be offensive to people who aren't Christians, I suppose. Is that what it is? Happy Human Holiday. I've got it written on here. This is Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? Is that what holidays
1: is? Is Is it like a
0: lay kind of uh,
1: non-secular? I don't
0: don't even know if they have Christmas in America.
1: No, I can tell that you've started confidently and now you you don't know, do you? (laughs) I
0: don't know. That's
1: why I asked. Do they have Christmas? I I think they do have Christmas in America. But... uh, I mean, yeah, I think they do. Okay,
0: what's the answer? Don't know. I haven't looked it up. Well, what um, I... do you think that having sex with the Holy Ghost is cheating? Do you know what the Holy Ghost is, Rod? Are you a, are you a religious man?
1: I am not a religious man. No. Church, I fucking hated church. Yeah, I mean, is do... that is
0: that is that bad to say that? No, I did. I I was made to go to church and I hated it. That's I was why. made
1: to go to church. Church, church was like. Church was like, this is how I looked at the weekend when I was a child. I thought, Saturday, all right, Saturday, Tiz was, swap shop, yeah, game, yeah. Off, bloody gladiators, <laughs> wrestling on a Saturday afternoon. Your grandmother getting dressed up, putting her best clothes on, coming downstairs to watch the wrestling. Mick, Mick McManus, yeah. Cat Weasel, Big Daddy.
0: Yeah.
1: I was going to say Sugar Puffs then, not Sugar, but Giant Haystacks.
0: Giant Haystacks. <laughs> not Kendo Sugar puffs. Nagasaki.
1: Kendo Nagasaki. And then Sunday was like the fucking punishment for having enjoyed Saturday, wasn't it? Sunday was like... I mean, I, I dreaded Sunday to the point where I would have foregone Saturday. Right. And Friday night. I would have given up Friday night, which was... We had sausage and chips on Friday night. We went swimming. That was yeah. a treat. And then Saturday was kids' day, your day, your special day, like, like a small Christmas every week. Yeah, yeah. I would have given it all up to fuck Sunday off. Discuss. <laughs> Did you get? Did you have to go to Christ Church every week? Every. Did you? I mean, not every week. My dad didn't give a shit. Thankfully. Right. My dad. My dad was uh, uh, My dad died the other day, and I did the wake uh, a week or two ago. Um, but he uh, he was a committed, uh, not an atheist, an agnostic kind of thing. So he didn't give a shit. So he stayed at home. But my mother expected us to go to church, and I hated every second of that. Tedious shit, <laughs> tedious shit. Nothing uh, untoward happened to me, I have to say. <laughs> like as as, as but I
0: it was tedious shit. Yeah, and getting dressed up. Do you have to put a little this tie a... on?
1: No no, Christ, no, 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 My dad wouldn't. I don't think my dad would have let that happen. I they, he he was happy for us to like. It was a compromise, you know. My mum took us to church, but my dad wouldn't have wouldn't have allowed that. I don't. Feel. My dad, my dad, this is. <laughs> My my parents were married for 58 years, and my mum died on their 58th wedding anniversary of Alzheimer's, and and recently, just before my dad passed away the other day, he's never he's not religious at all. And then he said to me, he said, uh, "I'm looking forward to seeing your mother again," and I was like, "What?" And I know you I know you're grieving, but you know, he's, what are you talking about? You are not you're not a religious person. You don't, and he went and then he went in oblivion. <laughs> well that was his attitude in oblivion yeah. Was, yeah was was his attitude yeah she doesn't exist that's what he said about my mother after she had 58 years of marriage on on their anniversary she doesn't exist so he passed away the other day and i and i and i and i awfully i sort of uh i respect his wishes to not exist now sure so uh <laughs> so
0: so no I didn't get dressed up for. No. So is sex with the holy ghost cheating was my question. I don't know why oh, we've go on, got go on, don't go on, know on, why yes. we've got on. Is it cheating right. if you the holy ghost go came on. in now and said I know you're married Rod but I'd like a shag would you have sex with the holy ghost?
1: Do you mean is sex with the holy ghost cheating? Do you do you do you mean is is, is it is it cheating on my partner? Yes, is it being, being unfaithful? That's yes. what you mean.
0: Yeah. Would it be counted as being unfaithful, or is it? Sort of I, I thought cheating? you
1: meant does it is it is it cheating sexually, uh, like in some in some way? No,
0: <laughs> but I wouldn't ever like, mean something like that. I was sort
1: of robbing the idea of sex. <laughs> <laughs> I would I shag the Holy Ghost? Well, the thing is, what form is the Holy Ghost taking? Because I mean,
0: there's a lot of questions immediately.
1: There's a lot of questions immediately. What form is it taking?
0: Yeah, is it a dove? Usually, is it a dove? The Holy Ghost sometimes.
1: So, so, so a dove walks in, <laughs> claiming to be the Holy Ghost. See, we're already <laughs> into difficulty. The dove walks in, right? My first thought is, "Hello, yeah." Here's a pigeon. Oh no, it's a dove. And then, and then he claims to be. I say, he, he, she, they claim to be the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Uh, and then, what do they do? Do they do they sort of bend over prov- provocatively and? <laughs> Point, point to the back with know, their wing is
0: that, they, is, is that what they do they sort of, this is all so your projection This is your oh it's projection. all me is it okay this fine you right, projecting okay. this so the Holy Ghost
1: walks in as a dove yeah. Yeah. the dove says hi Rod I was like how do you know my name <laughs> he says I'm the Holy Ghost I think I don't know if I believe in the, the Holy Ghost enough to believe the dove yeah
0: but I think we're all, it's not uh, clear hey, what it that's is that's not a no that's not okay. a no <laughs> But well, I think if your wife found out, you could say it was the Holy Ghost, so I had to. If my wife came in, yeah, right, and I was, let's assume I don't think we'd.
1: <laughs> what, well, am I upstairs or am I in the hall? <laughs> so I'm on top of the holy do- guess, of the yeah. holy dove, the yeah. Holy Ghost. The dove is
0: on top of me. <laughs> what is he? I uh, think you'd be the. I think you'd be the postman in the dove. It's a cloaca that a dove has, but okay. I don't know what the
1: Holy Ghost is. Oh, Kawaka, yeah, it's good new, good use, yeah. Thank okay, you. so it's so, so, so we're in the we're in the hall. Let's assume it's missionary. The dove is on the floor, and I am on top of the dove. Yeah, my wife walks in and says, "Hello, hello, <laughs> hello, hello." What's going on here? And I turn around and I say, "It's what?" Do I say it's only the Holy Ghost?
0: Yeah, you say it's but, the Holy
1: Ghost. and they are, I have to do it's it. not. It's not how it looks. <laughs> She's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I'm not even sure the Holy Ghost is in the form of a dove. I might have made that up. Oh, oh well. I I mean, I think whatever form it's in is is material here. I think, I think, I think if my wife came in and found me fucking a dove, I don't think (laughs) I'd even need the Holy Ghost excuse. I think she'd be fine with it. She'd be okay
0: with it. Fine with it. (laughs) It's good to know. You know, the unforgivable sin. The only unforgivable sin. The only thing you can't be forgiven about is blaspheming against the Holy Ghost. That's it. Is it? That's the unforgivable sin. Does so, what we've just so, done count? Count do you think I think so. Count? Yeah. So I think I, whatever I, else we do in our lives, yeah. we are doomed. I think.
1: Yeah. I think what you've done there is is taken me by the hand and <laughs> led me innocently past past sex with a dove into the only sex. So I'm literally going to hell. You go to hell. And there's no way. I'm in a Christmas jumper and a comedy moustache. <laughs>
0: there's no way. Led out. me.
1: Led me into sex with a dove. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> all right I'm that was going, very
1: Christmassy. that you're right
0: i'm going to oh the good news about christmas is and i went on about it a lot in this book today is that they found the the do you, do you watch the muppet christmas carol are you a fan of the muppet christmas carol do
1: i do i watch it Yeah. do you watch it have, have i ever seen it
0: yeah yet? i mean we watch it every year in our house
1: oh do you but you know no, I don't. Not,
0: it's not then to do with having kids we always have every year is it one of your traditions yeah it's a very good film but they cut out um a big song at the middle of it, and it's going to be reinstated. That's the big news. That's the big Christmas news. I I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't I don't know anything about the. I don't. No, well, think I, won't see... I won't ask you. I won't ask about that. No, ask me. I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm not going to ask you about it. I'll just Why let not? people know. All right, here we go. Don't you think do you what you know the film Scrooge with Bill Murray? Have you watched that one?
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to tell you yeah. very quickly that I, su- I suffer from ADD. So, a, I've got terrible memory, and yeah. b, I've got terrible concentration. Okay. But yes, I have seen that film. Okay. So sometimes, when you ask me things, yeah, I, I'll I, sometimes I will appear to be absolutely batshit. <laughs> 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 Sometimes I am absolutely. Okay, much. that's fine. But I've got medical excuses. Okay, that's things, good. Things and prescriptions to
0: prove it. So that can help if you I have access to the
1: Holy Ghost as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have <laughs> seen. I have seen Scrooge.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you think Scrooge would be a better film if Bill Murray learned nothing from the ghosts and stayed just how he was at the start? Well, I think it'd be I don't.
1: I don't. I don't think it'd be a better film. I think it would because 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 viewers viewers need. Progression. They need oh. characters to learn. They they need they need an arc, don't they? They don't. But, but in terms of, if you're saying, would would you prefer would you prefer Bill Murray not to have learned anything out of some spite yeah. or <laughs> or entertainment value? I just think. But one. all films will be better in that sense. No, like, no, if i think was Scrooge, no arc and nobody learned anything. I think Scrooge, it's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life, the <laughs> best Christmas film of all time. Yeah, wonderful arc. He right, he realizes, he wishes he was dead. He jumps off the bridge. He gets rescued. He says, uh, you know, and then suddenly he's got shown what he, the wonderful life that he's had, and he realised yeah. if there was no arc and he got rescued and then just all
0: of it done, there was just fucking downhill. I prefer that. But I think I right, think okay, not only well, I Scrooge... I think that says more about you
1: than Hollywood.
0: No, not only Scrooge, but also Groundhog Day. But at the beginning of those films, Bill Murray is a more likable and relatable character than he is at the end of those films. And I think it'd be better... Wouldn't Scrooge be a great thing if Scrooge went, I've been visited by loads of fucking ghosts. Fuck the life of you. I'm carrying on. Charles Dickens didn't give his money away, did he, the cunt? He lived in a big house in Bloomsbury. What? Yeah, it. why are we
1: starting with Scrooge? Why aren't you starting with Dickens and
0: all that? Well, what, because well, Scrooge is the character, isn't it? But also, I think I think in Groundhog Day, wouldn't it be brilliant if Bill Murray just was the same arsehole he was at the beginning, at the end, and just went, "Yeah, I've learned nothing." I don't yeah, care. but I
1: think that's true. Uh, that's true of all films. No, all it's, films. It's true of all Bill Murray. Every films. film. No, all films. <laughs> Name me a film that is better because because of the arc, the character.
0: Well, sometimes people are horrible and then they change into something nice. I know, yeah, but we're all
1: much more entertained Bill, by the prick, aren't we? <laughs> by the horrible one. Phil
0: Murray is is likable at the beginning of those films and a horrible doofus at the end of those films. I well, think, I, 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 I would think... argue,
1: I would argue that that goes for almost every film. Get rid of the arc. Get rid of the character learning yeah. something and improving and realizing something about their life. And get rid of all of that and just have. For every film should just go from shit to bad <laughs> to worst to <of> fucked credits. <laughs>
0: Every good. film. Good. All right. We'll do Especially one more. Especially kids' films. Especially kids' films. Especially kids' films. <laughs> All right, here's a good one. What's the worst thing that's been drunkenly shouted at you by a friend or relative on Christmas Day? Or you could have shouted at someone else. Do you get angry on Christmas... Oh, you must get angry on Christmas Day. <laughs> well, you, know, you must get angry you on Christmas be Day. You must be furious on Christmas Day.
1: I once. um <laughs> i once i once clint edwards once you know clint edwards no you know clint edwards the comedian i don't think i do don't you i don't think i do six foot five okay hunched but but six foot five (laughs) on paper okay beautiful man okay stunningly handsome well-read widely referenced intelligent wonderful human being but he he once made me seven espresso martinis over christmas (laughs) which I drank because I'm an idiot. And then, and this is one of the only times I've got angry over the Christmas period. He um, he made me these espresso martinis. We always go, Christmas and New Year, we always go to uh, down the Gower. Okay. Down to, uh, we all have a little flat each, and then we meet up, we have fireworks on New Year's Eve, we do things over Christmas. And uh, he made me these espresso martinis. He didn't make them for me, he was making them for everyone, but I don't think anybody else drank seven <laughs> espresso martinis. Especially, you know what it's like at our age. Yeah. You don't mess with it. No, the system isn't built, Richard, <laughs> is it? For seven?
0: Well, <laughs> not even mar- seven coffees or seven martinis. So no. to put them together, no. that's uh... this,
1: the system. Now is just about capable of half a <laughs> half a mug of mellow birds, <laughs> half a mug of chicory, warm chicory. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're built for now. Seven espresso martinis. Sure. And then, the next day, we saw. Sort of partied all night on that and then the next day everybody went to a a restaurant we walked over the cliff path in the Gower beautiful beaches past all these beautiful coasts. and we went to this restaurant and then um and they everybody else ate my wife and Clint and everyone else Barry Castagnola was yeah. there uh, I think Greg might have been there I don't and then we all ate and then I didn't eat I wasn't wasn't feeling quite well enough. And then then we left, I had a glass of water, if I remember. Then we left the restaurant and I had a mile to get home. And it was at that point that the espresso martinis hit me. (laughs) Roughly 20 minutes pitch dark run across the cliff path. And I said, "I'm, I'm not gonna make the toilet. And I set off a pace ahead of everyone else with my phone as a torch. 20 minutes across the cliff path back to, back to this flat just about made it, got through the door, got the key in the door got in the door, got in the door, got in the, door, got in the bathroom put the toilet seat down and then shut myself everywhere into my, <laughs> just filled my trousers both sides like a piping bag oh this is one of the few times I got angry over Christmas and then, and then had to stand there until everyone else got back <laughs> and then I heard my wife Charlotte them come in the front door and the front door was immediately by the toilet so I had to sort of call out and ask her to pass through some bin bags just black bin bags which I then had to stand in and get changed get all my clothes like a magician like one of those things you had in the beach in the 70s you know one of those things your mother got changed on <laughs> the beach I get changed everything into this bin bag and then, and then I handed the bin bag out to Sean. <laughs> to dispose of. And I spent an hour cleaning up the back. And then, and then I handed her my hat. It had gone up my hat for some reason. Or it was just my bobble hat. It was up the back. <laughs> like, you know, like a baby's, na- you know, I've, I haven't got kids, but I've heard people say, well, oh, it went right up their back, out the back of the nappy. This was like that, but a grown man up, up through his trousers, up, up the up underneath the fleece and the t-shirt and and on the back of my hat. So I passed her that out, and this is this is true love. Remember those stickers you had on your on your things as a kid? True love is rinsing out your husband's hat in a sink over Christmas. Because <laughs> there's shit up the back of it. <coughs> That's true, love. That is true, love. And and <coughs> And I was really angry with Clint Edwards, and that, I think, is the only time I've been angry with Eddie, because I was like, why the fuck did you make seven Espresso Martins? Who has seven espresso? It's not like he's in his 20s, he's, he's younger than me, but who has seven espresso? We're not, you can't do that. I mean, I, you know. You've got to take some responsibility. His, right? Yes, his point was you shouldn't have drunk him, but that, <laughs> but I... <laughs> but when somebody's handing out espresso, once you've had a few of them, you forget, don't you? I, I in other angry Christmases, I don't. I will almost certainly have uh, certainly have got angry at other times over Christmas. <laughs> that I, I remember being really annoyed at that partly because partly because I was just trapped in this little bathroom while everybody else because they all came back they all came back they they did their minor walk across the <laughs> cliff path and they were all in there could you, there was music outside but i i, I couldn't even come out because um. I had to clean the bathroom down and then I, and then i had to get clothes. <laughs> oh no
0: it's just the the story. It's the shitting in your hat. There's, I just can't get. I can't get. A I didn't shit
1: in my hat. It went up. It,
0: it just passed <laughs> but, up. It went up the back and onto the back of the not hat. Not even on the hat. It's.
1: <laughs> I I was very sheepish. You know. You know. Sometimes with your partner, you're quite sheepish. You know. Sometimes you're quite bullish, aren't you? You kind of go. Oh, will you the bloody hell? Will you stop doing that? Will you do that? This? <laughs> this. I I passed the hat out. I was totally naked apart from the bin bag. Yeah. And I passed this hat out and was really like reverted to. So I was. Would you, would you mind washing my hat? Was, <laughs> she did. Bless
0: God, bless her. You know. Oh my God! Right. Oh well, yeah, that was. A, is that? Is that? Is that's that
1: the a good kind of answer. Thing? That was a good answer. Is it? Yeah, what was the answer. question again? I, <laughs> I get angry remember. at Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you ever got angry at Christmas?
0: Rich? Um, I must have done. I must, must have, have done.
1: You must have. You're you're a pen, you're a argumentative. I think
0: I, you know, but I can't. Yeah, I am so. now. I'm quite calm. I used to have a big temper when I was a kid and like young man. Did you? Yeah, I just used to lose my temper. I'm sure, yeah. and occasionally I do. What uh, do you lose your temper about now, Freak? What kind, what only kind like of? If I'm thing? only now and not recently, when the kids were little and we had and we were getting no sleep um yeah, we just moved and we had a baby and a and a th- two two-year-olds uh just i'd get into arguments with my wife that would get and i you couldn't even like five minutes after they'd finished you couldn't remember what they were about because they weren't about anything but i broke a I storm i got so i had a really angry argument with my wife and i can't remember what it was about and i stormed out of the house and i slammed the back gate as i was going to walk the dog or something and i broke oh. that i broke the gates Oh, like it's a big gate, know. like a it cracked, uh, yeah. and that I've never and I yeah, and I walked around I the field. I don't think I've ever,
1: I don't think I've ever done that. And but yeah, I walked I around
0: the field, and I was still angry when I got back. The, the field, last, yeah. I went, I walked right. I walked the dog around the, my field where I, where I moved stones, and I was still. It still hadn't dissipated when I got back, but I couldn't tell you what that was even about. It was just any time we have an argument, I now go. Have we not slept last night? Oh, we didn't sleep last night. That's what this is. And it's it's always that. Because we get on pretty well, and you know, I think any 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 couple has uh, has arguments, but that when you're that angry that you're kind of going at, and, and that was what I was like. I used to, I remember once when I was a kid, I got angry with my parents, and I've put this in my my radio sitcom. But I slammed, I walked, I stormed out of the kitchen and slammed the door, and it and it went back on its hinges and fell off, and nearly fell on my mum, <laughs> and would have would have basically you know injured her very badly. But my granddad saw it and stood up and caught it. But this Whoa. wooden door was full, just i slammed it, and, it went, pff, and then fell off its hinges and, and just nearly fell onto my mum. So, like, imagine imagine if that, in some reality, that door killed my mum and I've had to live the rest of my life knowing that, I'm, I, I committed matricide.
1: Yeah, but it probably, well, unless it was a very heavy door, it probably would have just flattened her <laughs> and not killed her. Yeah. I, I hospitalised my mother once. Did you? Not on purpose. No. I hit, I I mean, this is. There's no way of saying this. It sounds good. I hit her in the face with a cricket bat. I was not deliberately.
0: No. Okay. That's. I'm it, going that's to say it.
1: not deliberately every three sentences.
0: <laughs> so nothing can be taken out of context. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not deli- Yeah. Actually, no. There's no way. There's no way that somebody can't lift out some of this without me saying not deliberately. So I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to tell it because even if I put say not deliberately after every word still somebody could lift it out and, and fake it up and knock it up no i can't forget that no. i've already said i've already it was an accident
0: yeah i hit anthony Sewell. i think it was, it was the ant called anthony Sewell. Uh, when i we were playing we were playing hockey and i was quite good at hockey oh but i it's not somebody famous no,
1: anthony
0: no. Right. i uh i was at school and i i hit it high and smacked him right in the middle of his front teeth and knocked out his front teeth but He'd already had his front teeth knocked out, so I'd just knocked out his false what,
1: so you just knocked... Oh, you knocked out the false ones. I've knocked I out his false say, teeth. I, I, thought, I, I thought I'd knocked I thought out his front
0: teeth, but I'd knocked thought... out his false <laughs> front teeth that he'd already had I... knocked out.
1: I thought you were going to say, luckily enough, he'd already had his front teeth knocked out, yeah. so your back just swung <laughs> through the gap.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was Silently
1: su- washed through the gap where his teeth were already missing. He was a hard
0: I, kid. He was a hard kid, and I was I was I was quite scared. I was going to be murdered for for doing that, even though it was an accident. But that's I quite... Might
1: as, I might as well tell you my mother now. you are okay. gone for that one. So I, we were we were. I was about seven, eight years old. We were waiting I'm to messing. go down. Yeah, we were waiting. I oh, know it's all okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be telling it if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, we were waiting to go downtown. My mum was taking us down to town. She was taking me and my sister and my brother down to town. And we were just waiting to go and waiting to go. We are in the garden, we are bored. And, and I had this cricket bat and my sister took a pair of underpants, my underpants, what, my off the washing line, and then, like, bowled them at me. And I was hitting them back to her. And then she bowled them at me this one time. And I swung back, exactly, and my mother was standing behind us. Yeah. And I looked around and her, her face had just opened from there... <laughs> <laughs> to there and um, yeah, we had to go go to hospital and uh, seven stitches to wow. uh, put her mouth back together. It's not as funny now. I say it like that.
0: No, it's, no, but these things are. You know, it's, it's interesting. funny at the time. <laughs> I think it's interesting because you do. You know, as a family, you end up doing things to each other. You know, largely accidentally. That <laughs> if they happened in any other situation, you would never yeah. see those people again. <laughs> if something, somebody... yeah, accidents accidents happen. Yeah. They, they do. do happen. They do. I've,
1: I've got a lot of them. <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of them. I've had a lot
0: of, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. of accidents. <laughs> well, look, Rod, I'm conscious that we've got... I mean, I think we could go on all night. We can if you want, but... Um, I don't mind. Whatever. Um, look, no, you've been... It's been really lovely to talk to you. So you're back on the road next year at some point with the Book of John. Uh is that what, yep. Yeah, yeah. March, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. I think at the moment we're aiming for March, but March. yeah, yeah. Book of John yeah, it is called the Book of John. And
0: do yeah. uh, good. I'm glad I got that right. And uh, froth is the podcast that you need more people to listen to so you can make some money from it.
1: Yeah, we're on, we're on episode twenty, so it's early days.
0: It, well, it's sort of interesting. A lot, I mean, a lot of people have started doing podcasts, especially this a lot year. Of so yeah. it is a it's a very crowded marketplace again. Um
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think we're that. Uh, i thought it's not that bothered of course you want it to be a success but equally we are sort of doing it for fun really yeah you know? i think so it's it's, uh, it's very yeah.
0: professional though i like the way you uh, sum up what's ha- you've already recorded it you have a nice intro where you you kind of Hit ahead to what's coming up and give some little clues as what's coming up. It's very professional, Barry. It's quite, very, it's very quite very well produced. Is, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's,
1: I say it's quite well produced. It's produced, you know. It's it's it well is. produced by Barry Castagnola, but it's it's uh, it's more produced than a lot of podcasts probably. Sure. Uh, you know, for for better or worse, it is it is yeah. We put a bit of time into producing it, but that might not last.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and is there TV stuff on the horizon as well as the stuff carrying on, or is? Just, yeah, or, or is it all finished? Or we're just gonna see you doing working. <laughs> or is it all dried up? Is it all, all fucking dried
1: product?
0: up?
1: Uh yeah, I've got I've got a thing, um as we' a plug in stuff. i got a thing on Comedy Central starting in the uh in the New Year called Growing Pains. Okay. Which is um uh a lot more fun than it sounds. It was um <laughs> it it's it's basically me. It's like do you know I liked I liked the old Room 101, you know, when you yeah. got to know a bit about people and it was quite intimate and personal and stuff. So it, it's that, but it's not that, but it's it's a chat show, but about people's teenagers. So okay. it's it, it's Bill Bailey or Richard Ayoade or Sadie Phillips or, you know, or Roshin Condi, or whoever it is. You, if we have a second series, Hooray. you know, obviously. But people talking about being a teenager. It's such a rich area.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and an interesting area and an intimate and personal area that is kind of, in many ways, missing from TV, I think, at the moment.
0: Sure. Um, it seems so, to me yes, that you're um, you're sort of moving. I mean, like a lot of your stand-up feels like a mixture of truth and fiction, you know, and and knowingly. Always, yeah. And I think you know, but it feels yeah. like you're moving into into more veracity in what you're doing and more uh, and getting into sort of slightly deeper subjects and examining yourself a bit more. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, that's
1: that's bang on. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always my stuff started out as total nonsense, total surreal sort of uh, storytelling nonsense, and then moved to be a bit more truthful, but with bits you weren't sure about. And now, yeah, so it's always it's always a mix of real and fantasy and true and not true, but it's definitely moving more into uh well he just gets a bit like that you know you've got to evolve haven't you, you know yeah. unless you're bill murray and you know and maybe you don't want me to maybe you want me to i want you to be yeah. the guy
0: the guy arguing about sandwiches with the british Rail. that's what i want never change. yeah yeah yeah
1: well i i i am you know i am i am definitely the guy that will spend half an hour in front of a british Royal person arguing about an egg and cress sandwich but um yeah no there's probably it's probably more yeah as life goes on and you accumulate these experiences you sort of want to talk about them a bit and it's cathartic and it's yeah. so you, so at the moment, so i'm kind of melding truth and lies and nonsense and yeah and yeah. And, and but i and think that, you know that's... i think
0: comedy is good you know it's good for someone like you to talk about your shyness for example uh i know you got there's other stuff you, there's other sort of personal stuff that you've been you, you're talking about in different shows as well um but you know i think it because no one would think that looking at you. And, you know, and I think so any guy who's, you know, six foot tall bluff kind of funny guy is going to go, oh, I can be honest about, you know, because most men don't feel like that. And I think I, you know, that's sort of my little hobby horse at the moment is men not expressing themselves. And comedians do. Sort oh, of you're going to, you,
1: you're, you're going to love the new documentary. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing this. Have you, have you, you got wind of that one. It's very, it's very much in the area of men not talking about stuff. Yeah fertility and infertility, sure, yeah. Sure. So it's it's uh, that's uh, I'm editing that at the moment and doing the voiceover and stuff. So that's very much in that in that. It's good, back.
0: but I think someone yeah. like you doing it as well. You know, I think you it's because you know you're seen as a regular guy. I think you know by most people, and it's not it's not a, you know it's not a snowflake. And it's you're not like being right on. You know, for the sake of being right on, you're just a regular person talk, talking about your actual experiences. So I think that's good, whether it's infertility or shitting in your hat. I think it's a good thing that you've opened up.
1: I, I'm hoping that more people can come forward now who've shot so powerfully into a bin bag. <laughs> it's fun. they went up their hat. I mean that. Fucking hell!
0: <laughs> I mean you're tall as well. It's not like for me a hat isn't that far away from my ass. But no, your, no, your your hat. That is... is
1: true. That is true. I am. I am quite tall.
0: Yeah.
1: I am quite tall. But and this is. I, I don't want to take anything away from my bottom. But I have, I have got quite a short torso, okay. so, okay. so
0: the shit didn't have that didn't far have that to far travel far. up oh, my well, back. I and mean, then it... that is,
1: that's full disclosure.
0: Okay, it makes it less funny, but full disclosure. I've got a short torso. That, it's good that you're being honest. Let, re- <laughs> I'll let you go. Right
1: well, I have got an incredibly long bottom, so it did have to travel all the way up there first. So, so it's back in the game. <laughs> my bum oh, is back in the yeah. game.
0: I would love you to come and do one of these when we're back in front of an audience if we can ever find a time when you're not working (laughs) because I think uh, (laughs) it's been lovely doing this with you uh, remotely, but I think uh, I've always wanted to get you into the Leicester Square Theatre or wherever and do it live. Hopefully we'll be back in theatres next year and be able to do some stuff. But uh, thank you so much for coming on and uh, do check out Rod's podcast. Next week, I'm on Tuesday next week, and I'm talking to Lou Conran. Uh, So thank you very much. All right, cheers. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you very, very,
1: very, very much. It's been a wonderful pleasure. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you. You have been listening to Rahelstober with me, Richard Herring, and my guest Rod Gilbert. Thank you very much to Pest. for providing this Christmassy music with sleigh bells in it. Cling, 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 cling. Uh, that was the sleigh bells there. Thank you very much. I'm indebted to my producer, director and friend, Chris Evans. Not that one. And uh, all of his family really are fantastic as well. Uh, everyone who works for Go Faster Strike, we didn't get to spend too much time together this year. But uh, thank you to Craig and Kinga and George, the incompetent sandman man particularly. Um... Thank you also to everyone at ACAST for looking after us this year and helping us get through a difficult time. Thank you to everybody at The Rich Comedy Guide who are doing sterling work for us still with my more esoteric podcast, but you can also listen to on that platform as well. Thank you also to Ben Walker, uh, our usual producer, who hasn't had too much to do this year, but has helped us with putting all the ads and everything into the This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFasterStrike.com production. Head to GoFasterStrike.com. You can buy lots of my downloads, DVDs, books and also become a monthly badger. GoFasterStrike.com slash badgers and help us make even more content in 2021. Let's hope we're allowed outside. Let's hope that uh, we can do some Buzz in actual theatres. Imagine. All right. Cheers, kids. See you around.